Good morning. Welcome back to Good Day with Ray. I'm Ray, a holistic spiritual coach, and we are doing a special series on the podcast right now. It's called From Confused to Clear, a 40-day journaling journey. That's a mouthful. Where we are spending 10 minutes a day focusing on the important areas of your life, your relationships, your home, your work, health, faith, desires, all of the things with the intention to cultivate some clarity around what's working and what's not working, what's holding you back and what's moving you forward. And my goal as your coach throughout this journey is to support you in figuring out some bite-sized next steps you can take so you can show up as the person you want to be with the life that you like living in 2023. Let's get started. All right, day four. So today I want to focus on Black Friday. The title for today's episode is, I bet you didn't know this about Black Friday. And the reason I want to bet that maybe you don't know the history of Black Friday is because personally, I didn't know the history (laughs) of Black Friday. So it could be a little assumptive uh, for me to think that you also don't know the history of Black Friday. But I wanted to share it with you because this morning I will say I woke up and I almost felt this urge. I think right when I woke up, I wanted to look at Amazon, like on my app this morning. I don't know if you did the same thing, like right when I opened my eyes, I was like, oh, I need to go shop on Amazon. I need to look at all the deals. And something told me, Ray, you're still in bed. Like, You don't need to be shopping within the first two seconds of you opening your eyes. Like, let's go get some coffee. Let's go do our journaling. And if you still want to go shopping um, and look for deals, like you totally do that. I said, you know, this little back and forth in my head. Does anybody else have these conversations in their head? But so I was like, ah, you know, good idea. Let's go do that. And so I make my coffee and I grab my journal. I start to do my morning pages. And one thing that I do when I do my three pages, long form stream of consciousness, morning pages in the morning, right when I wake up is one thing I try to do. I'm not always the best at it, but I try not to check my phone the whole time while I journal. It's one of those things kind of like when you hear people who meditate, They try not to get up and go eat a snack, like part of the allure and or some people I hear talk about meditation. It's to train the body to, I think it's to listen to the mind, something like that, or to, to have control over the body because the mind will be like, oh, I need to go do this. I need to go check this off. Let me go text this person. Like the mind is constantly going in a direction and during meditation, it's kind of like our job to say that can wait. We are here right now. We've committed to 10 minutes of meditating and just to allow all the thoughts to come and go. So my morning pages are kind of like that too. It's like, while I was doing my morning pages, I still felt this really like this urge 
to click on Amazon like over and over. And I would go to reach for my phone. I would even like hover my finger over the Amazon app and, and, um, almost clicked on it a couple times. And I feel like because of this discipline, it became very clear to me that this was a desire that I had. And I think sometimes with things that we just feel pulled to, we don't even question like, why am I being pulled to this app right now? Like I, and one thing that I'll say is like, I don't check Amazon every morning when I wake up. This is not typical for me to go shopping when like, while I'm still drinking my first cup of coffee and trying to journal. So that's where I was like, wait, what's happening right now? Okay. Like why is this urge randomly coming up for me? And, you know, I realized it's black Friday. So uh, with that, and I promise we're going to do a journaling exercise today for black Friday and, and all the things. And the reason I, man, I feel like actually this could be like a three-parter episode to be honest with you, but I'm really going to try my best to stay focused and like talk to you about why I wanted to focus on this holiday. So, or whatever you call it. Um, is it a holiday? I don't know, whatever. So while I was doing my journaling and while I kept feeling myself being pulled to this app, I started to wonder like, why am I wanting to be pulled to this app? What is going on? What am I feeling right now? So I started to tune into my body and I realized a thought that was driving me to this app was like, what if I miss a deal? What if there's only a limited amount of something? I don't even know what, because I haven't even been looking for gifts or anything like that. But like, what if they only have 45 um, available items for this one thing? And like, once they're going, they're gone. And what if I want that in a couple weeks and like, it's not the same price and I'm going to lose money? What if there's a really good gift on there that my sister would really like, and I'm not going to be able to get it. Like it'll either sell out or again, it'll be like 20 to $30 more. And I'm not going to pay 20 to $30 more. There was like a fear of missing out. Right. And a fear that I wasn't going to get a family member, a loved one, the perfect gift this year. And with those fears, again, this was like, I mean, I feel like I went through a lot this morning, <laughs> like just noticing how with Black Friday, it also created some other urges. Like I felt this need to hurry up and make a Christmas list, like write down all the names of people I'm going to buy for this year. And then with picturing that list, I felt this other fear of like, what if I miss out on someone? What if I forget someone? And then another fear, I would, I would actually call this one more of an insecurity. I had an insecurity around what if I don't know my niece well enough? Like, what if I get her something and it's, it's nothing she'll ever play with? Like, what do my nephews even play with? Because like, you know, I talk to their parents and what they tell me is like, my kids watch other kids play with toys. They don't really play with toys anymore. So I'm like, okay, so if I get Brad a gift, will he even like play with it? 
or does he just watch kids play with things? You know what I mean? And this is no criticism to my sisters and their children. These are just like insecurities I'm feeling around getting, you know, children that I love, like a good gift. And also felt the same around like, you know, other people in my life. It's not so much like I don't know what to get them, but like, there are some people I do know very well and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get them this, but what if someone else gives them this? And like, what if I buy it and they already have it? Or what if, you know, since the last time we had lunch, like two months ago, you know, with my cousin, whatever, what if I get her something and she doesn't like that anymore? Like her tastes have changed. Um, just different things like that. And I just want us to take a deep breath because I need to take a deep breath because it's so interesting how this one day has caused me to feel so much anxiety and so much eagerness and already feeling like I'm behind on Christmas when, you know, I'm historically known for like making gifts for people and um, sometimes I'll be honest, like sometimes I actually don't give gifts, which makes me feel really guilty and makes me feel like I'm not enough and that my family doesn't think that I love them because I don't get them something and things like that. So the reason I wanted to talk about Black Friday is because maybe you're feeling that way today. And if you're not listening to this in real time, this episode I feel like can really serve for any time we are giving gifts and anytime there's a holiday or a birthday or anything like that where we start to equate how like how much we love someone by like and how much we know someone based on a material item that we give them. Okay. And so before we get into a little bit deeper on that, and I don't know if, how, what time it is, like I'm probably running out of time. I'm talking about a lot today, but I think I said earlier, this could barely be a three-parter and maybe we will, because um, for those of us who are doing it in real time, Christmas season, we're mostly going to be doing this 40-day journey during Christmas. And there's a lot of joy that comes with Christmas and obviously a lot of anxiety as well. So I wanted to focus a little bit on the history of Black Friday again, like, you know, um, I don't know if you know the history, like, like I didn't, but I pulled this paragraph out of an article that I found and the article is called, why is it called black Friday? And this is going to be in the link below. Um, and it says how the biggest shopping holiday of the year got its name. So simple, Background information is the term Black Friday was first coined in 1869 when two investors, Jay and Jim, caused a market crash by driving up the price of gold. And as a result, the market dropped 20%, foreign trade stopped, and farmers witnessed a huge drop in corn and wheat value. So this was basically Black Friday is it's about just basically two people um, causing a market crash in in America. And then uh, some other things that people associate it with is how stores, like when you're in debt, 
uh, I don't know if you've ever like overdrawn your account in your bank, how whenever you do that, you'll be in the red, which means you're losing money, you're in debt. And then when your numbers are in the black and you have money in your account, they're black numbers. So also this um, holiday or whatever we're going to call it, this day of the year, let's call it a day of the year is associated Black Friday because it's typically when stores that are in debt earn a lot of their money back because people buy a lot of stuff. So your money and my money helps these corporations, these businesses um, make up for their losses. And um, they basically take all of our money we've been earning all year long and we go, we help them go in the black and we get them out of debt. So there is that. And that's a very controversial um, part of Black Friday. Some people are aware of that and they really want to call this Friday, this day a different day because people are becoming more aware of how this, this day of the year has programmed us to spend money. We are programmed. We are encouraged. And I would even go as far to say as maybe even manipulated to spend money on this day based on the insecurity that if we don't buy the present on today, it won't be as cheap later. And a lot of what gift giving is tied to is like deep down, we want to give our family members gifts that they will enjoy. And, and we also, you know, Christmas is a whole nother day that I think we need to focus on and like the, what that day is really for and like what it's created in us over time and stuff like that. But for right now, we're going to just focus on what this day of the year can bring up for us. So a big reason why I wanted to even look at the history of Black Friday is because of the word black. So as like a holistic spiritual coach, I have been, um, at least the spiritual side of my coaching, I've been interpreting dreams for 10 years And the word black or the color black in dreams usually represents the unconscious and they represent unconscious fears and security and the unknown and the unseen. And so I thought it just was like for the first time I ever like looked at that word and as like a dream interpreter, I was like, oh, wow, Black Friday. So this holiday probably feeds on people's unconscious fears and their insecurities and their anxieties. And it also like takes those anxieties and causes people to try to fill a void or um, satisfy their fear of missing out. And the thing is, it, it created this weird question for me. And it felt, it feels like one of those chicken or the egg, like what came first, the chicken or the egg kind of questions. And the questions it kind of brought up for me is like, are we inherently this chaotic on Black Friday? I'm also linking below in the description, like chaos from Black Fridays. And like, you've seen the videos. I feel like, I mean, at least I think you've seen the videos where people will like take things out of other people's hands and they will like trample people in the stores and weird things like that. Um, where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to shop from the safety of my own home today on Amazon. And I'm not saying that I won't, maybe I will. And there's nothing wrong if you are going to participate today. Okay. I just really want us to pause and just look at 
this holiday and what it causes for people. Because with the 40 day journey from confused to clear, I do feel like, again, going back to like the chicken or the egg question, like is society manipulating people to buy gifts and to be somewhat greedy and to spend a lot of money, even if they don't really have it right now, is society making us do that? Or are you, is the economy and our country just providing a day to satisfy these feelings and needs and wants that we already have? Or did they create the holidays? Who created Christmas? Who has caused us to have these feelings of insecurity around gift gift giving? And you know what I mean? Like, let's sit for a second. Like, I, I talk about this with friends sometimes, and I talk about this with family members that like, who created Christmas? What is Christmas really about? And is it really about giving people these expensive gifts or these gifts that represent that, oh, I really know you. And this is how you will know. I really know you. And, um, this insecurity around, oh, they got me something, but I didn't like, there's so much shame that I feel around Christmas too. Like this in this fear that like, what if someone gets me something and I don't like who created all of that? Okay. And it's so jumbled, right? So what I want to say is like, I love giving gifts. I think being thoughtful and showing people that you love them through a gift is so great. And I think deep down, that's what we want to do. But with like holidays, I keep calling it a holiday. Maybe it is a holiday for some people and maybe for other people, it's just a day of the year they don't participate in or don't, you know, anyways, um, that we have, is it, is this a holiday that we want? Is this something that really fills a hole in our heart or is this a hole that's been given to us through society by telling us that we need this and we want to do this and we need to buy this. And if you don't get this for this person, then they will think that you don't know them or don't love them. Like what came first? (laughs) What came first? did we already have this insecurity within ourselves or is marketing so good that they are preying on this insecurity, you know? And, um, so with that being said, sorry, if this episode was a little long today, I, I could make it so much longer. And what I want us to think about today to maybe ease our anxiety around the holiday season And to bring us back to like, what is important about gift giving and what is important for us in like, what is the true meaning of Christmas and to not lose sight of it on days like this and to not give things in, because when when we, when we talk about the 40 day journey and we're listening to our intuition and getting clear about what it is our soul wants to do. I don't think our soul wants to give people gifts just to match the same amount of money that someone else spent on us. I don't think that our soul wants to, it doesn't encourage anxiety about someone giving me a gift and me not giving someone else against gift because that's really weird. You know, like we don't give gifts to receive. 
right? But that is what Christmas has become. Like, I know this person's going to get me a gift, so I need to do that too. And honestly, I don't have that. Like, on to be to be completely honest with you, um, if I I hate saying this, but like, I actually don't like to give gifts for Christmas. Um, partially because you know my financial situation, and also because. I don't like for people to think that they have to give me something um, because it's just a certain day of the year. I would much rather like, okay, we're, we're getting aside for, let's just get to the journal exercise. I have a lot to say about this. If we want to talk about it more, please let me know. But today, the journaling exercise to ease some of our anxiety around today is to list three to five gifts that you've gotten and just write them down. Some of your favorite ones, your favorite. And from there, I want you to write down why you loved it. Like what was the context around it? Where were you? Doesn't have to just be for Christmas. It could be a birthday. It could be a random gift that you got from someone, like all of those things. And I want you to write those down. And I, I just want to share like a quick story about, or maybe we don't have time. Okay. We we'll talk about this more another day. All right. Cause like I'm getting in my head a lot about this episode and it's a little bit long, but without too much more context or guiding, I just really want you to write down those gifts. You can write down as many as you want. Um, but at least three to five and like why they, your, why they were your favorite gifts. Okay. And, um, we'll talk about this again on another day. All right. Thanks so much for being here. Day four is, is in the books and I will see you tomorrow for day five.